All right, y'all. Many technical difficulties, but we're here. We here. We're here. We're here. We're, we're alive, dude. We're alive. So what is what was that? Week seven? Week six. Week seven? Week six. What week are we in the NFL? Week seven. We're, we're about into, to go into week eight. We're about to go into week eight. Next week, we should do like mid-season where award stuff. I think that's mid-season what awards? I like no that. awards. Everyone sucks. Every, no, I mean, everyone in Dallas sucks. <laughs> that's what, you, what you're trying to say. Everyone in the NFC East sucks. Okay, do you think there's any awards coming in the NFC East? Do you think we have the best kicker? Worst division ever. Dude, I could see that. I could absolutely see that. To be honest, I could see comeback player of the year being Alden Smith if he – there was a couple games where he, like, stood out and had, like, some pretty good games. Is Chase Young the rookie defensive player of the year? Mm, I don't no. know. He only has, like, two and a half yeah. sacks. So, no. I mean, oh, no. he does have, like, a good rating for his position. Like, I keep seeing, like – Pro football focus like puts this guy at this position, but in my opinion, never in, order for you, in order for you to win that, you have to get the actual sacks. You're doing everything you can possibly do, but that's you're, fair. you're the new. metric is based on sacks. And you yeah, yeah exactly. exactly, exactly. That's fair. Okay, before we go into the NFL, you good? You're hooked. Okay, cool. Well, well, I wanna, I want to start with this is for JK anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. This is a LeBron topic. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Are you sure you're ready? I am sure I'm ready. I know I can't shit on him too much. My mind has changed slightly over oh. the past few years. Oh. It's not like I like the guy. I still hate him. But you respect Do him I, a little I more? I still don't give him GOAT status. I'm not going to respect him. And you respect him a little bit more. You don't respect him, but you respect him a little He's bit a more. good player. Like, I will at least admit. He's good? Because I'm going to slap good. the shit out of you. He's, He's just a good, good player. Okay, that's fine. I want you to tell me this. All right. Do you think the – so uh, Iman Shepard was asked if his 2016 Cavs team, the one that beat um, Golden State 3-1, right, or came back 3-1, could beat this Lakers team? No. G- Kyrie, Love, and um, LeBron versus LeBron and AD and whoever you want to put as their third piece. Yeah. Kuzma. I, I get it, but – I don't think so. Really? You have two top five players on this Lakers team. That's how they won. They won because they have two top five players in the league. Because then you could say that they have a top five player and then a and two top. I I dude, I'll tell you this much. I think that that Cavs team won, just kind of like the miracle on ice, right? Like there's okay the stars aligned and they won. Like the right. time the Washington like, Capitals won. Like, right? do you, what, I'm, what I'm talking about is like U.S. beating Russia in those like Olympics, like way back when. What were they like the '78 Olympics? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally feel like I mean, granted, it's a series, so it's yeah. like you know, it's one game versus like a seven-game series. Damn, you're, you. I thought you'd go the other way, but okay. That's, I am honestly putting this Lakers team much better than that because, at the end of the day, like you have. I, I personally view ba- I view basketball completely different than a lot of other guys do, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, like, I have, like, a Dame mindset. Like, yo, if I'm going to a team, I'm going to stick with this team, this and that. I'm glad you're saying that, too, because that's going to be a great segue. Right? But at, at the end of the day, like, I just think, like, yo, you have two top five players in the league. Love, I feel like, dropped off a little bit. Mm-hmm. With the Cavs, like obviously he got with, hurt with, that after yeah. that stuff. He and did. then Kyrie, like I think over the years has kind of showed like he is Overhyped. a pretty selfish player. Overhyped player. Yeah, exactly. Like okay, LeBron won those that Cavs series. That's what happened. It was a fluke, but it happened. 
<laughs> you but, had to add it. it was a fluke. You had to add it. it was a fluke. I love it. But you're like giving him credit, but then you're like, I can't give him this much fucking credit. Fuck this. Yeah. You fucking suck. Yeah, I hate the guy, man. Like, fuck uh, that guy. That's hilarious. All right, Pete's back. Pete's back handling the business, making sure... Making sure I don't know what you do. Mattress prices don't go up in I Kenya. Sure I still get paid these uh, that's days. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. I, I, this is a question I was asking JK. Do you think so? Iman Shepard was asked if his 2016 Cavs team was better than this Lakers team. What do you think? <laughs> uh, all right. Remind me who all was on there. It was Shump, uh, J.R. Smith, him. Who Love. Else? Oh, Kevin Love. Was that yeah. when Kevin Love was injured, or was he all right? I think it was all right for that one. It was the year after where Kelly Olnick or whatever ripped out his fucking shoulder. Uh, and they had JR. Both teams had JR. <laughs> regardless of them, AD is a bigger star. So I think the top heaviness of AD plus LeBron with the Rondo piece, Rondo stepped up. But the role players went as, weren't as great, but the top heavy two big stars were way better than that team. That's fair. I, th- I feel like it's the other way. I feel like it's the other way around. Why? I don't know. I think... I don't like Kyrie, but I want to say Kyrie. Wait, be- Kyrie, was he there? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Never mind. Sorry. This was the Kyrie chain. My bad. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. That one. That one's better. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because I think the difference is Kyrie. How do you guard Kyrie? How does this team guard Kyrie? That would give him problems. I feel like because LeBron is still guarding LeBron. It's like a weird like you got to think about it in a weird way. LeBron guarding LeBron, but like that cancels itself out, right? So it's like the next beat. The only but love piece, could not so guard the only piece that would make it AD. hard for is Kyrie to get into the paint, but he wouldn't need to he would just settle yeah. for his mid range shots yeah. or his out outside shots. So. Yeah, damn. I don't know. I, just I don't know. Go. I'm still sticking with the Lakers, man. Maybe it's just I'm biased and I like the Lakers more than I like the Cavs. That's fair. That's on fair. paper, that could be. on paper, hands on paper, down, yeah. that that team should have been better. The Cavs. That's fair. You got Kevin Love. You got him. You've got Kyrie. Uh, That's fair. I, I, was, I told him it was a fluke that they won. Because they came back. That was the one where they came back. I right? mean, he yeah, it was a f- but it was one play. LeBron blocking Iggy on the backboard on that fast break, yeah. and that changed the te- the tempo. Of the I legit chapter. think about that play over and over, where Iggy could have gone for the fake and just dumped it off to Curry for the layup. Yep, he did not. But he didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't. And then do it. the screen, like you knew, it was like, yo, screw it, just double team Kyrie. Like screw. Whoever uh, it was, Clay Thompson that was guarding him, he got screened. It's like screw it, just double team Kyrie, take the two points over the three. No, that's fair. That's that's fair. But I mean, he was like, "Yo, I'm an MVP in these finals. I could do this," and he was not any yeah. ever again. Everyone ever knew again. that. Everyone knew that his his lack or his flaw is defense, right? So no, Steph Curry. So no, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, I'm gonna um go to the. I got two more things for the NBA, and then we can go to the NFL. So, the only two superstars to stay in their respective teams over the last decade. Kobe Bryant. Well, not Kobe. Next generation over. Okay. And Trevor Trevor. And not counting Clay or Draymond. Now, this, so this what is, is our. I, <laughs> I actually just started reading, thinking about this, and this is no longer true. So, we should probably move on. <laughs> no, you now you got to say. Yeah, now you got to say. I gotta, okay. I was, looking at this, I was looking at this Instagram account, and it's like Steph Curry and the John Wall are the only two active players oh, to remain that. loyal. Yeah. Uh, to the team that drafted them. And I was like, wait, Dame. For the last 10 years, right? Yeah. yeah. Then there's still Dame. There's still a lot of players that are where they're supposed to be. Because he, this maybe, just he a shot yeah, at, maybe he didn't hit 10 years, but he's right there, right? Yeah. Never mind. Uh, I'll ignore it. Ignore I did it. see that article in which I thought was interesting. But also, even though they're, they're there, um, what the hell has John Wall done in the last couple of years? Nothing. 
No, John Wall is here because he has to be here. I know, but that's, that's where yeah. the paycheck's coming yeah, from. Yeah, but that's what it's I'm saying. It's an option to leave. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's such a flawed, like, statement. Like, I get it. Like, he's Yo, there, Instagram's, but he hasn't done shit for Instagram's the team. Instagram's algorithm is so good. It yeah. found me to read that. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what it was. See, they find people like you to <laughs> read this. That's clickbait. I read, yeah, that's I read it, it and I discount it. They got me, all right? They fucking got me. What do you want from me, all right? That's all I wanted to hear. Now you can that's move on. They got me. All right, the last, the last NBA thing is... Have you heard the stuff about um, Kawhi? There's a lot of um, a lot of speculation if that's all of Lulu's hair because that was on the ground. Yeah, um, that Ka- Kawhi won't be gone after next year, and then the team they're gonna blow up the team. Won't or will be gone? Will be gone. He will stay his next year and then be out. Where is he gonna go? It doesn't matter. He, anyway, he can go anywhere. No, I know it doesn't uh, matter. But where oh, is he gonna go? I mean, the Wizards, obviously. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save us, Kawhi. Save us. I think that I don't understand he had a lot of weight and pull of leaving team. Left the Spurs, went to Toronto. He left, like, won a championship, won a championship. And he was put on the best team right there. And, yes, his pieces around him didn't work out. But before that, it was almost like it was like he holds the weight. Like, if he's coming to your team, like, you're basically going to get to the finals. You're yeah. probably going to – it's like a LeBron effect, yeah. right? He's the second LeBron I mean, effect. He still holds a lot of that weight. It does, but it's just I mean, now that everyone's like, "Well, we're not going to give up everything and anything for just him." But yeah, I don't but think I he's mean, got the weight of what he did before. Yeah, it's slightly the way it ended was very shitty for them. Because the way I mean, literally, he was just like the second coming of LeBron. Like LeBron switches, and you're like, they're more than likely going to be in the finals. And when yeah. he did it twice, you're like, "Yeah, all right." And he was on the team that should have been got there. Tyron Lue. Just say. Yeah. So <laughs> even. That's exactly why he's leaving the team. <laughs> no, did you see Tyron Lue? He said that um, that PG and Kawhi are gonna have to fit to his system. I was like, why, Tyron? Why? We're already making jokes. I don't know what his system is. First of all, his system is Give get the superstars. Give to Kawhi and PG sit on the bench when it's time to shoot. The only thing he has going for him, for some reason, is all these superstars, the veteran players, love, love him, and love he's him. played with Kobe and Shaq, and he played with Jordan. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what it is. You play with superstars, yeah. and they liked you, so now you're going to be good. I mean, I would be- I don't think I don't think Kawhi gives a shit about that, and neither does Paul George. They're both going to be like, nah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They had Docker. Well, I don't know if Paul George has a, any pull to his name right yeah. now, but... PG. I personally... Number one, I feel like if Kawhi does pick up and move out of L.A., mm-hmm. it's going to basically be something that... It's going to ruin his career. In my opinion, it's going to the same shit that's going to happen to him or that happened to LeBron with moving around, jumping around. Same thing that happened to Kevin Durant that up and jumped around. Kevin the Durant, the Durant thing's different because different. Kevin Durant's thing is different because, oh, he couldn't beat the team. So he joined the team and then he won championships. Yeah, yeah. Then he did like, yeah. OK, let me go find the team that I want to play with. When you are in the open market and you are the best player in the league and you can literally anyone will pay you a king's ransom to join their team. That is your choice at that point. Right. Yep. And when you are the superstar of a team, granted, like you should have made that into your negotiations of what you want this team to look like. Personally, I feel like LeBron's been doing that for most of his career. Right. Yeah. I feel like, you know, when you are like one of those top three, four players, you can help dictate the way that you want your team structured a little bit. Yeah. So if Kawhi signed with the Clippers with that expectation and now that thing is getting pulled from him, mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, he, I, I would see why he would want to move, move on. Yeah. Right. 
But in general, he's going to get stamped as that, all right, I couldn't win with this team, so I'm going to hop to this other team, and I'm going to try and win a championship with them. And then if I can't win. But you could argue he won the championship and was like, I'm out. No, but I'm talking about the Clippers. He picked the Clippers. so He chose to go to the Clippers. So this is what I'll say. I think we're so far removed from LeBron's decision, which started all this wakefall of players teaming up, et cetera, whatever. Like, even before that, like, you had the 08 uh, Boston Celtics, right? You had the big three there. I think that now that we've gone through that, we're in this new era where people team up. Like, if you don't, you're not going to have a fighting chance, basically, is what it's becoming. You need a couple superstars. I don't really give a shit. I'm like, if, if I'm a player and I've tried on a team for X amount of years and I don't get it and I'm still in my prime, why the hell would I waste more time there? Sure, you're building your legacy, whatever. I, the whole point you're in the NBA is to win a championship, right? Mm-hmm. That's all that really matters to you. You can either be the personal player that wants all the accolades and you want to roll them up or do whatever you can to win a win a ring. Or if you're the great superstars, you get both, right? Yeah. So hopping from team to team to do whatever you want. But if you do it in the right realm, right, you're not like, oh, I'm going to set out no, I only want to go here. But you're like, hey, these are my presented options. You this are the best would player. This be when he's a free agent. He, yeah. has, he has an option after the end of the Yeah, year. right. If you have I'm all these good. options and you're willing to go and they're willing to pay you, why not? Like, uh, I yeah. get people hate it, but at the end of the day, it's a business. It's a yeah. business from our side of we want it to see. It will also depend on where he would go, right? Like, if he's like, oh, I'm going to team up with everybody, then people will be like, ah, oh, bad taste in your mouth, right? But I'm just saying for who cares, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for that's from our side. From a player's perspective, like we all play basketball. If you've been on on the underdog team for so long and you're the best player, whatever, you're like, okay, why wouldn't I take my talents (laughs) to wherever and try to win? No, that's like it. Like that's just like intramurals, whatever. From from like JV all the way up, you're always trying to get on the best team that you possibly can on to win. If you can't, and every other team is stacked, you're never gonna win. So what are you gonna do? You only have X amount of years to play and win. Yeah, I mean, it'll be 30 at the end of this, at the end of this. So I guess, I guess what I'm – this always brings that age-old question, right? Like, do, do you play the game to be the best in the game, or do you play the game to, you know, be that guy that, like, always wins every championship? 60-40. 60-40? Yeah. You want to be the best guy 60% of the time and 40% of the time you just want to win that championship? I mean, I, I want 100-100, but I can't really do that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like I would say seventy thirty. Probably seventy thirty, yeah. but it depends on the type of player yeah. you are, right? Yeah. It, it, I think it, it, the top of the league is seventy thirty, but most players are probably like sixty forty. Most players are probably like, yo, am I just, I just need my next guaranteed contract. Uh, how how contract. do you think Dame's mindset is? Dame wants to stay in Portland. That's so just, that's it. But the thing is, is he winning in Portland now? Yeah, exactly. Right? He's never gonna win. He's not winning. Like, like, He's putting up stats, but yeah. at the end of the day, what's he gonna have to his name? Stats. He's going to be one was, of the greatest Portland players. Yeah, but that just it. Portland. But think about this: to have to be to never win a championship, you have to and still be regarded as one of the best players of all time. You have to have an MVP and like all this accolades and never win one. Like, like Barkley, like Barkley, our yeah. Iverson, yeah. like um, Patrick Ewing. You have to be those guys. And there's like a small Tracy group of McGrady. People. Yeah, those yeah. even Tracy McGrady. I think looks on the outside yep. in on yep. that one, right? Yeah. And Dame is probably going to be on the outside looking. He's not. I love him. Don't get me I, wrong. I, I get, but he's, I get he's a dog, and I get what he's doing, and I get it. But, like, yo, he's in his super prime right now where the team needs to just add something else. Look, you got him, CJ McCollum, whatever, well, which I is mean, fine. They, but, it's not like they've never had yeah. pieces in Portland. Yeah. Like, they had LaMarcus Aldridge when he was good. They got CJ McCollum. Fair enough, but right? it's not like, working, right? It, yeah, it's not working. Yeah. So, so do, does that he tell still you believes that the, in the system, which is fine, but at the end of the day – 
as a player, at some point, I stopped believing in the system. I'm like, I got to go somewhere else. Either it's the coaching or it's whatever it is, right? Maybe it's you at that point. Maybe it's Dame. Okay, but I don't think it is. I don't think it's <laughs> I, don't think it's, I, don't I mean, I, I get what you're trying to do, but I'm not going to click on that bait. So, no, it's not him. I, I don't think it's definitely not him. So, at what, close. At like one point, one... he's going to hit a crossroad that's going to be like, do I, I want to do I want to leave my legacy as I'm the greatest Portland player, maybe? Or do I want to actually go and try to win a ring now? He's already proven that he's one of the best. He's already had two amazing uh, knockout shots in the playoffs yeah. in, his, in his career. So he's clearly trying everything he can to get there, but something in that process isn't working. Yeah. Okay. So you either Dame just stay is- and that's your career, or, I mean, at some point you might be like, all right, maybe it's time to leave. What's, what sucks for Dame in Portland is that they're always good enough to make the playoffs. They're always like a top something. They're always enough to make the playoffs, so they'll never get a lottery pick, so they'll never – get that next player organically because people aren't rushing to Portland, right? Like, They're always better than the average, but not yeah, the best. <laughs> exactly. This is, that's what it is. And so yeah. you don't, you're not good enough to win a championship, but you're also not bad enough to get, to the, get good top, draft picks. a lottery yeah. pick, right? Like, so you're, you're fucking, fucking and you got up. better than mediocre players. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, you're, you're, like, you're good, but you're not great. If you could have got Carmelo like five years ago, seven years ago, that would be, that team would be amazing, but mm, you don't. Uh, hold on. I got, I got a couple more. Cause I, I just found this like fucking like, ray of pictures that came up and i was like this is great topics from the nba okay so brian winhorse reports that victor oladipo's trade value is so low that kuzma green and frp is considered too much would you make that deal kuzma green and who um so they want kuzma danny green and who's frp frank Wright. i don't know who frp is I don't know who FRP is, but let's. I think uh, FRP is wrong. I think they're trying to say Coldwell Pope. Yeah. KCP. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, sure. Oh, first round pick. Okay. Oh, oh that's so dumb. Pick. Yeah. That was never going to understand yeah. that until right now. Yeah. Um, first round pick, fine. I mean, their first round pick is the Lakers' yeah. first round pick yeah, yeah, is yeah, a second round it's pick. It's like whatever. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're really trading Kuzma and Green. Kuzma and who? Danny Green. Danny no, Green. I wouldn't do it. For Olo Depot? But realistically, if you think oh, about really? it, you think about it. What's it's he going to do? It, yeah. It's honestly Caldwell Pope. Uh, not Caldwell Pope. It's Kuzma for Olo Depot. Yeah. That's what it you, really you're is. You're just offsetting Danny Green's like, whatever. You don't care do, about Danny Green. I would do that. Apparently, why? You would, you would, yeah. tra- you would not Danny trade. Danny Green, again, was injured this whole thing. That shit. What, what upside Mentally. is Olo Depot giving you over those guys or even that guy, Kuzma? Oladipo healthy plays better. Is a better player than all all three of them. All not two, well, two of them. How long has he been injured? This whole year. He's coming back from injury this year. He tore up his ACL, right? He, yeah, he, I don't. Like, he had a bad I wouldn't take an injured ACL guy. Over I mean, like, Kyle Kuzma, like with his haircut, looks like a. You, okay, first of all, I we can't do we, we biasly just hate him, so that Kyle that Kuzma? doesn't help. Yes, that doesn't. Help. I don't hate Kyle yeah. Kuzma. I just don't think he fits in that team that well anymore. I think you get Oladipo can score from the outside. And he can drive. He can do a little bit more than Kyle Kuzma can because you have AD already. That's why. If you didn't have AD, I don't think that's worth it, obviously. But I but don't think he's worth – Oladipo is not worth two guys in a first-round pick, even though the first-round pick is later or whatever. Yeah. I, I can totally see where Pete's coming from now because mm-hmm. you're trading guys that you already have that are good and healthy for a guy that – A could-be. <laughs> that Yeah, it's a could-be. Yeah. How many games do you think Oladipo has played in the past two seasons? Uh, I don't know, like 60. So, in 18-19 season, he played 36 games. 
Uh-huh. And 1920 paid 20 games. 19 games. Okay. So 36 to 19, like you're not getting production over two what seasons worth. What was the year before? Or the year before that? 75. Year before that. 67. 67. Yeah, he's played basically the rest of his career, played, 70 to 80 he's games. Played, he's been playing well in Indianapolis. I just think he had a bad year after he got injured. I yeah, know. I mean, no doubt about that. Like, he's definitely a good player. I think he's playing but, well in the Thunder. But, bro, like, at the end of the day, like, you have gotten injured now. You are – you need to work your way back up to, to get your street cred. So, he's let not me give you this. As, as so, a, they both – him and Kuzma both averaged 18 points in the 2018 season. And then Kuzma was at 13 points for 2019, and he was at 15. So, I mean, how much uh, – how much? And, and there is a difference There is a difference because Oladipo's the primary target in Indiana, where Kuzma yeah. has not been Never that been. guy. Yeah. Never been that guy. Well, the last season, it's been Sabanis because, I mean, he's been hurt. So, Sabanis – Yeah, but, that. like, when he was the main guy <gasps> – Fine. Fine, don't make the move. Damn it. All right, Laker GMs. I mean, yeah, I was agreeing with you until uh, I looked at the stats. I'm like, <laughs> yo, this does not make sense. I think that what you need going into next season, if you're the Lakers, is you need help from outside, and Kyle Kuzma's not going to be providing that for you. Especially yeah, they when need more. They definitely need more help Danny from Green obviously can't do it. But you know what? I think uh, I'm telling you, Victor Oladipo is not it. He's, he he's better flat sh- out is not it. What no, was his so. three-point shooting percentage last two years? Uh, Oladipo's was uh, 31% and uh, 34%, and Kyle Kuzma was 31 and a half and 30. So his, they're his really co- the same. His career uh, three-point three is uh, 35. 35. So 35%. Kuzma's 33%. You're not really getting anything there. Yeah. Like, what are you gaining? They both like rebound about the same. Kuzma and rebounds Kuzma? another rebound. How old is Kuzma? Kuzma is 25. Oladipo is 27. So you're trading – 28. Damn. Well, all right, then. You, you Any, anything else you want to say on that? Because I'm pretty I, sure I wouldn't do it. No, I just think it's what you need next season going to it. I think it's AD not Oladipo. So, you need something like it, though. You need a you need Yeah, a I agree you with you, but I would not. It's not Ron, Oladipo. Is Rondo coming back, too? That's another thing. I think he would. Why not? Because another thing that I saw was I got last one. I feel like you're reading all these from The Onion. No, no, no. These are, these are, <laughs> these are from real. This is Kendrick Perkins. So this is kind of. Uh, that's, that's definitely the Kendrick only time says that The Clippers should sign Rondo as they need a leader. Perkins doesn't know jack shit. So I'm not even going to talk about this one. Fine. That's fair. Then the only other thing is we didn't talk about this last week, but um, the Raptors have to play, may have to play in Louisville. Where do you think the Raptors should play? That's my question. I think they should play in Baltimore. Why? Why not? Why Louisville? Well, I mean, I know why Louisville, but they like they have a stadium and they're a big basketball town. Like, I mean, it should be Seattle if anywhere. Why not Buffalo? Because Buffalo doesn't hasn't had a anything basketball in many years. So, but like Louisville has Kentucky bas- uh, um, um, basketball. Okay, but like, good. all right. So, like, are they just going to be a bunch of Toronto and, Raptors no, also, fans down there? Also, also, they have a stadium that's NBA size. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, like, that's what matters. Like, you have to play somewhere, not in the backyard of some guy's house. They should play in Seattle. That's where they should play. Yeah, That's but like, I'm just saying, like, number one, they should play somewhere in the East, not the West, right? Oh, yeah. Damn, I didn't think about that. But they should play. In but Seattle. like, my whole thing is they like, play in Seattle, play in Buffalo, bro. Like, Why? stick towards your fan base. Buffalo people love the Toronto Raptors because Do that's they? Their, yeah, that's their closest team. I just feel like if you lived in Buffalo, you'd just be a Knicks fan because it's easier. You're still from New York. No, dude, Knicks fans I've, are like all like. Proper New York City people. And the Burbs. 
Come on, there gotta come be. On, bro. Like, so as of I guess about like five days ago, so all of the players, Toronto players, basically are against playing in Louisville because of the Breon Taylor. Okay, and all that's that. fair. So they're <laughs> right now just like absolutely not not wanting to play. Okay, that's fair. That's a that's a fair argument. So Buffalo, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you have convinced me. Buffalo, it is. All right. That's enough NBA. And being with everything that they've done throughout COVID and in the bubble with all of this BLM and everything, that that's a huge holding. Yeah, no, that makes sense. If you don't, you're not gonna play that. That's fine. Then it should just be Seattle at this point, man. Figure it out. Make it Seattle. Seattle is owed a team, but that's fine. All right, let's go to NFL. 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 Uh, Winners, losers. Is that? Or wait, is there any big headlines that we want to go into? Yeah, of course. Which one? The one where like Pete was like, "Yo, how oh, you yeah, gonna feel that. after week seven? And I'm like, "Yo, I'm feeling pretty good." No, you're not. <laughs> I, you're not feeling pretty good. You're feeling, feeling okay. You're feeling like you put a bandaid on a wound. Is what you're feeling. No, yeah, no, it's a hundred percent. How we're feeling is we're feeling like we should feel way worse right now than we do, based on your prediction. <laughs> My prediction is still pretty accurate. No, I mean you're, you were right. You know, the Washington football team is horrible. Like you were right about that. But we beat the Dallas Cowboys, and that's beat, what makes me happy. You beat a JMU quarterback. <laughs> you beat Andy Dalton in the face with an illegal hit. That's true. And there's Fair. no one left on the on the defense or the line for the Cowboys. So, hey, more power to you. Guess what? You just screwed yourself. You should have lost the game. Go for your draft pick. But you, you guys like to do this. You're like, oh, we're going to suck for the longest time. I'm going to rack up a couple of wins at the end right, no, and then knock ourselves out of... We're still going to get a top five pick. Don't confuse me with your yeah. logic. Yeah. Stop using okay. logic, all right? Yeah, I don't stop. get many wins yeah. over the past 10 years, all right? Enjoy your win is all I'm, I'm saying. I'm a Dallas fan. I'm going to use logic to beat your argument. Oh, I'm not beating your yeah. argument. You guys are better than us. I don't care. Not Again, not clicking on this bait. <laughs> fine, fine. So I, I actually do have one legitimate question i did too but go ahead. regarding the cowboys is it the trevor question? no no okay. no I have the it, it's actually regarding jalen smith mm-hmm. right so i was actually reading something like the other day and apparently a lot of the negative plays going against the defense remember jalen smith was amazing with rod marinelli that's why they gave him that fat contract but under mike nolan a lot of the negative plays that have been happening against the dallas defense has been going right towards jalen smith and you just gave him, him. You're rid and of you him. gave him that fat contract. In your opinion, Pete, as a, our resident Dallas Cowboys fan, do you keep Jalen Smith? Do you use that asset? Do you try to trade him? Like, tra- I mean, you have to. You got to try to use him and trade him, right? You you got to try to get the most you can out of that. Um, as of yeah, like it was like a day ago, basically, an article came out where they're saying the two pieces, Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, are hurting the Cowboys defense. Um, say as much as you want, but like. I don't like how much weight does that hold? Like, what what can you do? The team is like there's no offense right now. Defense has been banged up. Uh, these guys are getting hit left and right. Like Vanderish gets hurt every third fourth play, but the team is just in a bad funk. Like I get it, and sure, if you want to, definitely go for the trade and get the most you can out of it. But you're, we're gonna see this come up every week. Well, you know how this goes. Every team, whether it's the Redskins, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, whatever. The stars that don't perform, that are supposed to perform, are going to get criticized on a weekly basis. And as a team, either fucking take it or trade them. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, get the most you can for that player. But right now, we have nothing, like, as a team. Like, it's yeah. it's just all individual pockets and pieces. So, I, I there's 
all, all these articles, all this say, all this talk doesn't mean shit. It really doesn't. Yeah. Now, as an organization, if you're like, okay, we need to do a, a switch up. We maybe we fucked up here. Fine, trade the guy, get the most you can for it, and then move on. But that's why I don't like most most of the NFC East is because they they drag this shit out into like a drama filled thing. Oh, let's pay him. Oh, we didn't pay him. Oh, let's cut him. No, let's let's ask for a lot more than we can get, and then get fucked in the end and don't get anything out of it. And you end up cutting the player. Yeah. We're we're not the top elite teams where we can be making these calls and be like, nah, like we're going to hold out. Like, although even though the Cowboys have not won like that, I still say they are an elite team in the sense that, in the sense that players want to go to Dallas. Agreed. But I'm saying in the given moment of time, name value, it's name value. It's name value. That's what they are. They're name value. Yeah. But you know, I feel like, yes, the Dallas Cowboys are, a bad organization ever since Jerry took over. Right? Where? And, you know, hey, but player, players still want to go there. Wait, who's the owner when they won in the 90s? Was I think like, Jerry was Jerry bought the team. Yeah. Right? So they, they, got they still had... Jimmy, right? They yeah, got exactly. Because of the shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, you know, once Jerry I mean, they, got rid they, of Jimmy, like, it was over They're going to keep Smith because they just... They did just trade away... What's his name? Everson Griffin, right? For a six-rounder, which... Didn't they just... How many, wasn't it a bigger contract or no? Was that a big signing or no? No, no, it wasn't. wasn't yeah, it was just kind of like whatever signing. Okay. The, the big bigger. trade that happened was when the Minnesota Vikings traded uh, the yeah. one dude who I don't know how to say his name. From Jacksonville, the defensive tackle. Yeah, the defensive end. And, yeah. and they traded him to, like, someone else. But it's just like. Baltimore, the rich get richer, bro. The rich get richer. That was Vikings a, took an L. They, they traded a second round pick. You gave pick away form. a pick for nothing. You gave away a second round pick to get a third round yeah, pick back. You gave basically. that shit away for free. Um, this remind this asked me a question. This this is the question I had based on the Vikings, right? There's like a lot of bad teams and there's a lot of really good teams, right? And I have this question. We already know Dwayne Haskins saying he ain't coming back. He's not gonna be in a Washington uniform, I don't think ever again. Is Daniel Jones gonna be in a Giants uniform? How much more time do you have? How hot is his seat? I want is my question. Well, here's the thing. Dave Gettleman's getting fired this season. Yeah, that's what it well, is. Well, no, he's gone already. No, they haven't fired him yet. Yes, they do. Isn't isn't no, Jason J- Garrett the oh, is the offensive coordinator, right? Jason Garrett's Gordon, the offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, coordinator. What about wait? No, didn't they get the guy from Joe Judge? Is who they hired from the Patriots? Uh huh. Right. They got. They still have Dave Gettleman as their head coach. Oh yeah. Or general manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they're yeah. saying most likely yeah, Dave yeah. Gettleman's oh, yeah, going to yeah. get fired this season. Yeah, he has to. Be. Right. NFL Insider doesn't think that he will. Oh, that's stupidity. That's stupidity. For I you mean, guys. you have to, dude. Like the Giants gone, haven't done shit. You've been the worst team for the since, last five years. Yeah, like, yeah. Even the worst team in the NFL. They've just been holding on, holding on, yeah. holding on. Right, and and it's not like he was a good GM to begin with, right? Yeah. Like he was never a good GM. So, here's the thing, right? Like they get rid of him. That's gonna be the call on the new GM that comes in. If it, if Dave Gettleman's still there, I think he's gonna ride it out Until one more he season. Gets fired again next. And, and granted, this depends on you know if they end up with like that first or second pick. If Trevor Lawrence is there, you have to do it. You if Trevor Based Lawrence on, is there and you have the first or second pick and you are on that fringe, do I have a quarterback? Do I not have a quarterback? You take, you take him. Yeah, you take him. You take him. You take him. If anything, you can trade him later. Take him. Take him. Yeah, anything. Every, yeah, Daniel Jones is worth. If anything, if anything, if your quarterback does come back and he has like a successful season, you can trade, trade one Trump. of the other two. Yeah, agreed. Uh huh. 
I don't know what you're saying, man. It's five o'clock. Okay, that's fine. We got, we got, we can wrap this up in fifteen minutes. That's fine. I was just letting you know. Yeah, no, that's fine. I can go in fifteen minutes. That's fine. Uh, okay. Then I just want to ask about Kirk Cousins. Then, mm-hmm. how disappointing is that? I just want to see how hot is the seat. We'll run through the rest of them really quick. Well, Kirk just got paid, too, right? Like he just had. Uh, uh, oh yeah, it's fully guaranteed. So he'll he'll be there. He'll be there. Fine, 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 fine. All right. I just wanted to ask one more, and then we can. I actually got one shit. for you. Yes, go ahead. Chase Young. What about Chase Two and a half sacks. Did yeah, you going. expect more or no? I think there's still a lot of season left. I think he can get to the seven. I mean, it's been eight, seven games. Seven games. Right there, no seven no. games, two and a half sacks. I think He's I, been disruptive. Don't get me wrong. He's been very I, good at I what he does. I honestly didn't think he was going to get more than seven anyway. So. Yo, just to go back to years. So, Kirk Cousins had the two-year $66 million, and the cap hits are severe in both years. So, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. He's not going anywhere. He's... he's Man, you, the Vikings who get the first overall pick, and then you have a very expensive backup. Yeah. <laughs> then the only other person was Matt Ryan, but he's also on a ridiculous contract. So, I also think Matt Ryan is a possibility. Like, if the Falcons get that Trevor Lawrence option, they take it. Yeah, but the Trevor just won't play for a year or two. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's not that Matt Ryan's playing poorly. That play calling is poor. That coaching staff is poor. My whole thing has always been, like, if you have that guy that can unseat your quarterback within a couple seasons, you take him. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, let's do some winners, losers. Let's do some of that shit. Let's do this. Um, I don't know what I was doing this weekend, but I didn't watch I didn't watch the 1 o'clock games. But I just want to say my my winner is the Giants because they're one step closer to Trevor, in my opinion. They're one step closer. Lose a close game. Get closer to your, get to your quarterback. And restart a franchise, in my opinion. All right. So my I have another one, but oh, uh, you yeah. you go ahead because I was gonna go. I with was my... gonna say Kyler. Kyler Murray fucking lit it up on Seattle. Like, if there were doubts, there should be less of them right now. Um, they should put some of them at bay a little bit, a little bit. Because I know we were talking about it a little bit, but I just want to throw it out. That there. was a ridiculous game. Yeah. Like yeah. that that game was just so much fun to watch. Um, just. Two two high powered offenses going at yep. but dude Tyler Lockett Jesus yes. Christ they, he yes. he just from the start of the game till the end of the game that first play of the game he went for a bomb one headed catch which was nuts yeah uh, three touchdowns close to two hundred yards I believe like 15, 14 catches something like that it yeah. was insane um yo one one that was a huge winner which was hilarious was the Browns uh that comeback. Comeback win by Baker Mayfield. I you, you just stole that right out of my mouth. I was actually gonna <laughs> I was gonna highlight Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He loses Odell in the beginning of the game on an interception. Yep. And you know, everyone was kind of clowning on him. He was like, Bro, like this guy's such a joke. I don't think Baker's gonna put up these types of numbers he's again. Like the next Johnny Men- he's like the Johnny Menzel that's still in the league. Yeah. He can play and you don't know when he can come out. He's like a Nick Foles. Like you yeah. don't know when he'll stop. Yeah, and but the fact is, dude, he threw five touchdowns, come come back, win, all that kind of stuff. Yep. The Browns are five and two. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. That, that's a huge win. Like, that was a huge win. You're, that's, that's so funny. They're five and two, and they're third in their division. But five and two would win the division. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the You're one said. game away from winning the <laughs> NFC East right now. At one point, they had they would have had the same amount of wins as the NFC, oh NFC East if they weren't playing each other. Literally. I just want to say, state that I did think that the Browns were going to be good this season. I didn't. I gave up on them. I was done. 
Granted, I don't think. I think you and I agreed that I think they that this year they will be good with Nick Chubb and all of them being. Yeah. Out. Which and they have them out too. Yeah. They're so, not. They're gonna make the playoffs in my opinion. That's okay. All right. So I got a lot of losers though. Well, I got another winner though. The Steelers. They're still the only undefeated team. Yeah. That's they had a good matchup against the Titans, and they won it on a field goal, I believe. Right. Came down to it. All right. Well, if we're gonna talk about those guys, the one winner I gotta throw out is another person I hate. In life, Tom Brady, mm. number 12 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Had an amazing game, dude. He's yeah. showing everyone that it was not the Patriots system. It was all him. 369 yards. Gronk's four. favorite number, 69. <laughs> and four touchdowns. I've been saying this all season. I was like, everyone will shit talk Brady. And after yep. a game or two, he will flip the switch, and he will be back to Brady status. And he also ran and in. He ran in for a touchdown. As well. Grunk, well, Grunk, that. Grunk has came alive too. Grunk has scored touchdowns in back to back season. Shed the beer weight. That's all he needed yeah. to do was shed some beer weight. Now he's or maybe he started drinking again. more. Yeah. yeah, it is crazy. And to they me. got AB. Do you think it, how many touchdowns do you think AB? Oh, wait, no, let's start with how many games do you think AB's in, and then let's say. Touchdown. How about we just go on the over under? Does he finish the season or not? <laughs> Honestly, based off of everything that Bruce Arians is putting out there, I think he finishes the season. Yeah. I think he does not actually. I think right? he does. I, I I think he is definitely going to try his best not to screw it up. But as much shit as Bruce Arians is putting out there, being like, "Ab, you fuck up, you're you're gone." Yep. And I don't care how many touches he wants. Mike uh, Mike Evans waits. Chris Godwin waits. Ab's going to have to wait. Like he's just keep like. I don't I know. Think, if it's just media keep throwing fuel to the fire. I think that he will stick around. I think Tom Brady will talk to him and be like, "Yo, we we have something here that we can we can win." I think AB knows this is it. This yeah. is the last chance. That I think he Tom has. Brady's gonna take him under and his wing and be like, "Yo, listen, like we got some good stuff going here, and this is your." And contract. he knows this is his last time to prove himself and get a contract. Yeah. All right. I'm just talking about the. So NFC. Like what two and a half million for nothing? That's nothing for him. But yeah, and, and that's in, well, that's with incentives. Yeah, it's incentive based. And seven fifty of that's if they win a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's possible, but still, I mean that's hilarious. Yeah. All right, this is just straight up the NFC. I'm talking playoff picture right now, right? Sure. We have three teams that can go into the wild card. Yeah. Um, you have the Seahawks, Cardinals, and Rams all at five wins, and you have the 49ers at four wins, right? In the NFC North, you have the Bears and Packers with five wins each. Bears, we all know, is a fluke. Let's let's admit that the Bears are a fluke. Yep, a five and two fluke. And the NFC South, you have the Bucks at five wins and the Saints at four wins, but well, they only have two losses, the same as the Bucks. They had a bye. Yeah. Realistically, with all those teams being that good, do the Saints miss the playoffs? Saints? Nah, I take them. I will. I want to sleep on Drew Brees. So do you, do the Bucks miss the playoffs, or they both make it? So someone's gonna have to fail somewhere. Yeah. This but is I, a heavy race right I now. I think the failure will. Someone has to come fail. With the Bears. Well, Bears are easy. I already knocked them out. Like I'm not even worried about the Bears. So low. No, I'm saying that I, the so Packer, three, the Packers win the North. Yeah. You have. Four great teams up oh, in the West. Oh, I think the 49ers won't make it. Yeah. I don't okay. think the 49ers won't make yeah. it. No. That's the drop. There's only one NFC East team, and there's nobody else from the NFC South. Yep. The three teams would be the Cardinals, Rams, and Saints. 
That's what I think would happen. So you got the Saints losing the division to the Bucks, but they make the playoffs on the wild card. Yes. Yep. I think the the borderline team will end up being the Cardinals and see if they can sustain sustain that success. I think the Rams or the Cardinals are going to be borderline. Yeah, I think the Rams as well. I think the 49ers make it. They get their shit together. They make it. But Super Bowl hangover. I'm just going to believe in that. Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, I mean, I believe in that too, but I think they still make it. I just think either the cards fall off or the Rams fall. They haven't slowed down yet, so. I mean, injuries have slowed down, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Let's go back to winners and let's wrap this up. All right. Uh, Winners, I'm done with winners. Yeah, I mean, I've got a a winner-loser. So transitioning to loser. So, yo, this this shit is hilarious how the Falcons just time and time again find a way to lose. So the loser here is the Falcons, specifically Todd Gurley. He ran into the end zone when they told him not to. They had a team discussion. Pick up the first down. Do not go in the end zone because it was like a minute, five seconds left. Yeah. Gets a first down, stumbles, and then just can't stop himself and falls into the end zone. Fucking winner. Uh, so well, loser, sorry, and then the winner. Um, it's the Lions, right? Yeah, on the Matt Lions. Stafford, yeah, Matt bro. Stafford just dude, one minute five second drive killed it. Dude's a good quarterback. Just does not have any talent around him at all, at all. Bring We're him just... to Washington, man. We can. Oh, sh- Matt we can give him no talent over here. That's fair. That's fair. And bring bring um Kenny Galladay with you, please. Thank you, thank you, please. And DeAndre Swift. And all right, so let's actually talk about losers. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with my first one. I'm gonna give it out to Bill Belichick. I was going to give it to Cam Newton. I'm giving it to Bill <laughs> Belichick, bro. Everyone has always believed in the Patriot way, and Bill Belichick What's is that proving. Way? Cam put up, what, negative points? Dude. And he got I, benched? He got three points. Okay. Three interceptions and less than 100 yards, bro. Yeah, he got benched. But he will be the starter this he week. He will be, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, bad he had game. a bad game. Bad, bad game. game is fine, but still a loser but for the week. He needs to come back hard, bro. Yep. Like, the, the Patriots are, if anything, I think Bill Belichick is embarrassing himself. With how bad the Patriots have been. He's got to do some soul searching and figure out how to tailor the team to make Cam succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, whatever he's tried hasn't worked. All There's right, no switched. talent on that team yeah, offensively. I, that's fine. Like Edelman's like 90 years old Doesn't now. fucking matter, dude. You're, you you're, you're considered Bill Belichick. You figure shit out. You that's, gotta, that's, that's what it is. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. That's what it is. Yeah. He's Go had on. many years where Tom Brady was the quarterback and they had no receivers whatever committee running back he figures it out yeah that's it he's got to figure it out yeah no agreed son michelle's been hurt their defense is hurt but yeah. doesn't matter they're they're the they're the spurs plug and play system so he's got to and figure it Sp- out how are the spurs doing recently with they've been also struggling maybe we're just seeing a turn of the age of these the old establishment coming down first what, was the first time they missed the playoffs in 20 years okay yeah that's fair that's what the Patriots but are doing right now. But that's how it starts, yeah. right? You'd be a really you, good team. You start with one missed playoff. Yeah, and then, then, then it goes then to two. Then you're Washington. Nah, <laughs> no, it took no, us. No. It took, that's a big ass fall right there. Bro. Yo, it took. <laughs> it takes. It's going to take them 30 years to get it to took, Washington. It, it, took the, it took the Lakers it eight. It took the Lakers eight. 2012 till here. That's fair. That's fair. But he came back. Unlike Washington, that's okay. I want to say that my loser is me. Because I lost on all my fantasy leagues. And in one of them, I lost my one point because I forgot to take Aaron Jones out, who was out this week. And I had his backup. I had Jamal Williams the whole time. And I lost. Yeah, you, you oh, my God. Out. I hate everything about everyone all the time. Yeah. But that's all I got. Shout out, shout out Justin Herbert, though. Bro, play the ball. Yo, I started, I started him. That's why I won in our league. Yeah. The boy is a baller, bro. All right. Any other losers of the week? 
There's plenty of losers every week, bro. The Cowboys. <laughs> I think That's not a loser. I can it is a loser, I can but have my opinion. that entire game. Did you win? Did you win? Because if you didn't win, you're a loser. I'm, I'm the loser for starting Pat Mahomes over Justin Herbert, by the way. like Pat Mahomes had a whatever game, and Justin Herbert went off. So. Yeah, Mahomes hasn't. I mean, he's been doing all right. Not like They amazingly. look like they're just a running team, yeah. though. That's what they are. Yeah. I'm trying to pull, pull up the... The spreads here for week eight, and then we can do this real quick. I just want to know who your upset of the week will be. Do you think the Falcons are negative 13 point non favorites? Do they beat the Panthers tomorrow? 13? 13 Say two and a half for Carolina. Carolina, Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, DraftKings is putting it at 13 and a half. All right, well, ESPN's got a two and a half. No, no, you're right. That's stupid. Everywhere else is two and a half. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like 13. I don't don't know. (laughs) The Jets are 19 and a half on the Chiefs. Tell me, what's the one for the Patriots and Bills? Four. It's three and a half. Bills are favorite for you. Yeah, Bills are three and a half. I'm going to take the Patriots over the Bills, to be honest. That's a good one. I don't mind that at all. I'm looking at the spreads aren't wild this week. Well, the Jets and Chiefs is a 19 and a half. The jet. I just said that. <laughs> yeah. The, the Giants um, Bucks are ten and a half. All right. I'm going to take the Broncos over the Chargers. I think they figure it out this week. Who, what is the spread on the Raiders Browns? Two, Two and, and a half. half. Not even a score. Mm. Uh, the, everything is really close this week. Uh, the only upset I would like to see is the Bengals beating the Titans. I was about to say, I'm going to take the Bengals taking the Titans okay. five and a half. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. They they played a good game. They just lost. And then JK the end, is taking so. the Jets over the Chiefs. I just saw him say that. Okay, good. Let's watch good. Tyler Boyd. Watch <laughs> Boyd's gonna have to go off again. He went yeah. off this week. He have to go off again pretty big. I made that move for Boyd only because I don't know what Mark Andrews doing. He's hit or miss. So I've that. had Boyd and I've had him benched. <laughs> I have to start him now. Yeah. All right, y'all. This was fun. This was a quick episode. We're gonna do next week. Let's do midseason awards for the NFL. And let's see if we can do some NFL, uh, NBA draft analysis before it comes up. Because it's coming up soon, right? My MVP yeah. is still Dak. Mine too. Mine is still Russell Wilson. Because it is. All right, y'all. Peace. Make sure you subscribe and do all those other things that we need you to do. We love you. Bye now. Deuces. R.I.P. Sean Taylor. R.I.P. KB24.